All right, so we're still in love in the time of Corona with our good friend uh, Ari David, who's on the Brucklery Show, hosting with me. Today. I've been here since March twelfth. <laughs> yes, that's true. He's, I'm in the same he's underwear. Quarantine. You know that is a good thing about this, really, because the world has not had Ari David on the streets for the past what month and a half or so. That's that's a good thing. You see, never say that this uh, that there's there's not a silver lining to everything, my friends, because this is case in point, my friends. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, t- the other day I was having um, a a dinner with my family, and we're talking about how we can respond to different things. Um, and one of the things that we've talked about this uh, coronavirus madness, the Chinese virus, as, as you and I like to say. China virus. China virus. Is that um, w- was there a different solution to this problem? The problem being we don't want people to die, of course, from this virus. Could there have been a different way of handling that? Rather than implementing socialism, crashing the economy, causing mass death, depression, dislocation. So to even ask the question, right. to even ask the question is to tell, have people say, so you want people to die? That's how they, they think about this whole thing. And I, I mean, it's so frustrating, of course. No one stopped to ask the question. It's, it's like the, the panic that went into this. No one, no one uh, had this roundtable discussion. Well, let's uh, sit down with the brightest minds. We, need, we don't have time. Time is not our friend. Uh, but let's get together in the next three days to, to decide, you, you know, collectively what is the best solution to this problem. Nobody said that. Well, actually, okay, no, they, no, but wait, hold on. What, what they said instead is we're just going to shut down the economy. And everyone said, oh, OK. Like that was the obvious answer somehow. Why was that the obvious answer? It, it's, it's so destructive. No one thought about the consequences associated with it. Now, so I went around the table in my house and I said, all right, I'm going to present you a problem and I want you to provide a solution to that problem in, in a way where you don't even think about the consequences. Okay? You, mean, you mean a Dr. Fauci solution? Yes, right? Dr. Fauci. You're Dr. Fauci. Here's a problem. Be Dr. Fauci right. and be, be, give me his solution for right. this problem. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this, okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to present the problem. You give me the solution, Ari. Okay? okay? Ready? All right. You're on an airplane. You're midway on your flight. You're, what, 20,000 feet in the sky. And you, uh, you're... You're a pilot, and you discover that there's some sort of problem, some noise uh, in the engine, and you know you need to do something about it. You do what? Go. Crash the plane into the nearest tall building so that none of the people on the plane die alone. We must redistribute the death evenly across society. Okay. We would have also accepted, uh, let's say. Land the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Land the plane. Or, or, or just to say, you know, like, oh, well, let's just turn off the engine and then get all the finest experts in the world uh, to get together to figure out how to fix it, uh, but only when we're 100% sure that there won't be any noise associated with this, this engine. That's when we are ready to go back <laughs> to turn the engine on, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, of course, right. why should this plane land and, and enjoy the privilege of being a landing plane yes, when all racist. those other planes out there <laughs> land with normal engine functionality? <laughs> It's racist. Right, yeah. Uh, whatever you said, it was racist. Anyway, so, all right, so the next thing, here's my next predicament for you, okay? Uh, and this is a complicated one, okay? Right? 
a bunch of mosquitoes have gone into your house. Okay. Oh no. You, you, yeah, that's right. It's a big problem. You need to get rid of them. You need to kill them because who wants mosquitoes in their house? What do you do? What do you do? Dr. Fauci burns down the house. That's right. You burn down the house. You burn down the house. That's the obvious solution. Right. Right. Now, you may discover later on that a fly swatter or a towel or whatever or tissue might have done the same job. Or a citronella candle. But, but that's <laughs> not important right now. The important thing is that you panic. All right. All right. I'll give you... Yeah. Uh, and by the way, burn down the house intentionally, not because you brought in a cow that kicked over a lantern or something. No, I, we, I mean, we, I mean we, we're we talking, talk, we set the house we on assume fire that. We, assume, we assume that. Okay. <laughs> of course, you. yes, you will burn down the house. Okay. And you can turn to your, your wife and you say, well, honey, on the one hand, we don't have a house anymore. On the other hand, we got rid of those damn mosquitoes. Right. Huh. Oh, and I'll tell one, you what. one more thing. We have to silence all voices who criticize you for burning down the house. Anyone who says you're an arsonist, well, they have to be booted off of social media. But, and you're a racist. Yes. Because of that saying. Yeah. All right. So next one. Next scenario. Okay. You go to your doctor. Why? Because, uh, and you're the doctor in this case, uh, the patient goes to the doctor and he's got a rash um, on his leg and he can't, it just hasn't been going away. And, uh, it's just really itchy. Uh, Dr. Uh, David, what do you do? What do you do? Dr. Fauci, you mean? Okay. Dr. David, will you stop correcting me? Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, well, I'm doing what Dr. Fauci recommends, which is, and you'll think I'm going to say one thing, but I'm going to say something totally different. And here's the totally different. We're going to have to remove both of your legs. Okay. We do. Okay. But right. amputate just, the leg. Would you just go with me on this one instead of nuancing it right away? <laughs> Jeez, just go with this. this yeah, is but the, cutting off both legs the, is even stupid. The listener is expecting something here. They're expecting a simple process. A we we're removing the leg. That's right. Yes, you're removing the leg. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but do we have to just we have to amputate your leg. You think so, Doc? Yeah, it's, it's the, only, the only solution. It's the only solution to make sure. <laughs> it's the only thing we can – it's the only course of action that we can absolutely take to know that right. the rash will be gone. Right. And, and it reminds me of the, the Simpsons episode where, where, they, where they, they, they decide to cut off Homer's arm because he has a stuck in a candy machine. And, they, and instead of dismantling the candy machine, they're going to cut off his arm. And so – and, and he goes, well, if you think so, guys, and he goes, uh, but it'll grow back, right? And they go, uh, yeah, Homer. So, yeah, it, it'll grow back, right, Doc? No, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, no, it won't grow back. And, yes, and, and like you said, just to be extra sure, let's, let's chop off the other one. Another one I, I had once was um, you go to the doctor and uh, you, you do have brain cancer. Well, Let's amputate the head altogether. It is a way of getting rid of the brain cancer. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, there's good. There may oh be some side God. effects, though. The beauty of this, of this analysis, you know, you may say, okay, well, you know, you never know. Who are you to say? Uh, you know, you're not treating this seriously, Barack and Ari. You know, you got to wonder. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We have something called an alternative universe. Right, this is one of those rare moments in history that we actually have an alternative universe. What do I mean by that? 
And this is why we call this podcast The Alternative Universe. Uh, what do I mean by The Alternative Universe? Okay, so we can look back on a time if Jimmy Carter had not been elected, okay, if, if Gerald Ford had been reelected, what would America, and for that matter, the world have looked like? Would we have the Iranian hostage crisis? Would we have had the terrible economy that we had? What, what would the world have been like had Ronald Reagan not been elected in 1980? What would the world have looked like had uh, the, the, the Democrats not advanced the mortgage crisis uh, in 2000, you know, leading all the way up in the decades before 2008 and 2009? What would the world have looked like? Right? What if, what if we had supported the Shah instead of hurt the Shah, uh, which led, of course, to the Iranian Revolution? The alternative universe is always interesting to kind of contemplate, but you never know what the alternative universe will be. I mean, another good example is what would the uh, what would America's economy look like? How would it be handling this crisis? Would there be this crisis at all in the first place if Hillary Clinton had become president? Right. That's the alternative universe. So now bringing this back to this situation, I said that we have an alternative universe. What is that alternative universe? It's called Sweden. Sweden, the land of tall, blonde people. Okie dokie. <laughs> That's a do. Okie dokie. <laughs> that means, how are you? <laughs> Okie dokie. The land of the Swedish ship. Who's that Switzerland? I never No, heard. no, that's no, no. Yodeling is Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we're talking. Yeah. Sweden S- is okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, not all countries that start with the letter S are the same. I, I keep on telling you that to you. <laughs> all the Aryans look the same to me. <laughs> I cannot work under these conditions. All right, so here we go. So Sweden is the alternative universe. Why do I say that? Because, of course, as you know, Sweden has taken a very different approach to dealing with this coronavirus. They have scientists there, too. Yeah, you heard it here first. It's true. And they took a different tack. They said, look, uh, we are not going, we, we think it's actually unhealthy to quarantine everyone. We should only quarantine the elderly and the vulnerable. And otherwise, let kids go to school, uh, let the, keep the restaurants open and such. Yes, have an active campaign for cleanliness and washing hands and, and even being a little bit distant from each other. Yeah, they're even allowing Greta Thunberg to continue her protests outside Greta, the school. Greta, how dare you bring her up? How dare you, sir? All right, so they and my have... My point is they even have junk scientists there, too, and they haven't even done this. <laughs> right. So the alternative universe from Sweden shows us, you know, contrary to what they want, this shows us that, in fact, uh, not quarantining and, and simply being smart and using a common sense approach, there's that phrase, uh, leads to a much better result. Now, you might say, oh, what are you talking about, Ari and Barack? You, you, don't you know that there's, there are more deaths per million in Sweden than there are in Norway, the neighbor, uh, and Finland? Uh, to which we say, bullshit. Uh, that's not true at all. On uh-huh. the contrary. Yeah, on the contrary. Uh, so if you look at it that way, if, if, first of all, it's all reporting, right? Sweden is very good about reporting its medical consequences, including the deaths per million. And uh, they include 
deaths that occur in nursing homes and any other place, unlike a certain country I know on the other side of the Atlantic, right, where they just include deaths that are in the hospitals. Uh, so naturally, Sweden is actually going to report more deaths per million than, say, Italy did. Okay, Italy did not include those things. And, and even so, Italy was overwhelmed. So uh, when you compare Sweden in, in terms of deaths per million to, say, Italy, England, Germany, uh, and so on, uh, you end up with a much lower rate of deaths per million, much lower. It's something like 200 per million uh, as opposed to um, 450, 500 in the case of Belgium. Belgium is the highest. People don't know that. Yeah, and, and it's a great apples to apples comparison because unlike the USA, Sweden has the same kind of socialist health care system as the other European countries. Exactly. So if their death rate is low or comparable to or the infection rate and the herd immunities, all those things are comparable to. It's a real apples to apples because you're not saying, yeah, but in America, people have to pay for their doctors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? No, it's true. Uh, so, so we now have the numbers from Sweden and they keep on saying, oh, it's, and they hope, they hope that Sweden will explode. And I'll tell you why. Anybody who is invested in this not just from a Facebook emotion point of view, right? They just, they're not doctors. They, they want to believe that this quarantining in place, sheltering in place, whatever you want to call it, that it works. It's, it's solving the big problem uh, of these deaths. So, but, but Sweden would be a counterforce to that and would basically show you're full of shit. Here it is, slap in the face right there. Had Sweden decided to go along with every other country on the entire fucking planet. I'm sorry that I'm swearing now because... Oh, stop it. We're at war. We are at war. And, and this is such an extreme situation that it is time to swear. Okay? There, there is a time to swear. And this is it. Okay? I've decided that this is the time to swear. Okay, I'm changing the title of this to the fucking alternative universe. <laughs> Fair enough. No, don't do that. Anyway... <laughs> See, this is a raw program, folks. Where, I don't even know where I was. Okay, so, so by, Sweden now uh, has shown by its actions that this is a terrible slap in the face of anybody who's invested uh, scientifically or financially or emotionally into the shelter-in-place solution to the problem. Yeah, the Chinese oppressive government solution, right, if you exactly. will, of you can't eat in a restaurant, you can't walk to a park, you will go where we tell you, when we tell you, and nothing but. Right, the, the nuclear option yeah, solution. The, the, as I kind of summarize it, the this isn't about a health problem solutions, is it? This solution. Is, this is burning down the house solution, yeah. and that's what, we, you know, that's what we made the mosquito reference. Right. Okay, so that, you know, what happens then? So your mind is so invested emotionally, financially, or scientifically for that matter, uh, in the notion that you have to shelter in place. And here comes Sweden saying, you're wrong. You're like dead wrong. And you are like that patient who came in with the rash on her leg only, and, and, and going along with the doctor's advice to amputate. You must amputate now and only to discover that you didn't need to. And you've lost your leg. It's done. And we are losing our leg right now. Our arms and our legs. 
and then expect, and our heads and expecting somehow that it'll grow back like Homer said, right? Yeah. It'll grow back. No, it won't. We'll get back something, but it's not going to be the same. The devastation is already happening. The United Nations has said that hunger, world hunger, is now doubled. I mean, it's not a prediction going forward. It is now. So uh, it, it's really a horrendous situation going on. And of course, then you you got the suicide uh, calls. And the suicides are jumping dramatically right now. Uh, to say nothing of just the, the horrible uh, unpleasantness of life for so many people. Domestic abuse, child abuse, you name it. Stuck inside an apartment-sized dwelling, uh, loaded to the gunwales with supplies and nothing to do but fatten yourself up and watch uh, Netflix over right. and over. Yeah, thank God for Netflix. But, you know, <laughs> I still like the joke around like, you know, Democrats are always talking about following the money, right? follow the money for this or that thing. They, and therefore, you know, everything can be blamed on Trump because he has so much money. So <laughs> Netflix, their subscribers has, you know, to their great joy and delight, has uh, increased like like 20-fold. It's incredible. Not surprisingly, right? Yeah, Amazon, so, Netflix, grocery stores, they must be behind it. Right, there you go. Follow the money. Yeah, follow the money. <laughs> anyway, so Sweden, that, how terrifying the notion that Sweden must be for them. They must hope that Sweden explodes with coronavirus deaths. They must. They, they look for that. And they keep on saying, I, I don't know if you've heard it from your liberal friends, Ari, but I've heard, certainly oh, heard from mine. friends. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, you're probably smarter than I. Um, you, I. I have a lot of lefty and liberal friends, and they're all saying, you'll see Sweden is only two weeks away from Italy. They said, they started saying that eight weeks ago, right? I mean, it's crazy uh, how they just... They can't wait for it to, to go wrong. And therefore, they can turn to us and say, you were so wrong. Sweden was so wrong. They've got blood on their hands. And so they just can't wait to say that phrase. But it hasn't happened. On the contrary, if anything, it looks like Sweden is about to announce that they have a, a achieved herd immunity, which is this notion that so many people will have been infected by it and not die from it, that the virus has nowhere to go, nowhere to attach itself to, and they can declare victory, at least it's Sweden. So this is wonderful news for Sweden, and it, but again, it shows this is what we could have done all along. Uh, I'm, I, Ari, I, I got to tell you, I've been registering about how angry I have been, and I'm, I don't like being angry. Nobody likes being angry. It's, uh, I like it's being a, angry. It's a destructive emotion. What's but wrong so, with you people? But sometimes... You have to be angry because uh, without being angry, you cannot, uh, you know, achieve some change that needs to be changed. I mean, if somebody starts beating up my little kid, I'm going to be angry. I'm not going to take this. Well, let me. Let me yeah, it's almost beating uh, up your, your youngest, or your, your son, and some uh, uh, new ager comes up to you. <clears throat> Anger will only make things worse. That's right. Don't well, respond. Screw that. Yes. What, what, did, what did they say uh, about you know? Um, Resistance, not resistance, um, where you don't do anything. Uh, restraint. Yeah, let's exercise restraint. Right. No, I'm not going to exercise fucking restraint when you are beating up my child. Uh, you know, I'm not even talking about the bully that, who's the same age. I can, I can let him fight his own fights. But if, a, if an adult starts beating up my child, uh, you know, guess what? That, that adult will no longer be alive. Okay, that's it. And so I'm angry. I'm angry about the way we've handled this because it is so stupid. It is so monumentally the wrong decision. They didn't, 
they didn't even stop to think, what is the best solution of this? Shall we consider the possibility that we just simply encourage people to wash their hands more often and to go about their business? Yes, but <clears throat> perhaps if they see an older person, you know, you wear a mask or they wear a mask or they self-quarantine, whatever. Go to that sort of public service announcement, sort of the PSAs. But no, no, we all had to fuck ourselves, okay? You know, we all had to self-quarantine. This is, this is obscene what's going on. And well, again, I – wait. My, for, for our regular listeners who appreciate that I don't swear, I, I'm sorry. But nevertheless, this, this is the time that calls for swearing. I am very sorry. But and you, may not, you may disagree that there's no time ever. <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah. There is a time. And this is the time. <laughs> Right. September 11th, the building cra- the plane crashes into the building. That's a good time to start. You know, <laughs> exactly. that, that kind of thing. What the you, fuck? What, what really gets me so angry is Democrat – Two a uh, quick point here. Trump never ordered anyone from Team Fauci and the Scarf Queen or anything to shelter in place. These were suggestions from the task force. Yes. Wash your hands. Keep a little farther for people. Be careful of surfaces. Right? Yep. Mind where you go and uh, try to avoid crowds. Those were the four suggestions. Th- there was no order from the federal government headed by Trump to do this nonsense. These are all state things. And some of them were prudent based on lack of information at the time. Some are excessive. Okay? But they're all excessive now. The biggest thing that gets me is the following. The way... Democrat officials, and I'm in California and in Los Angeles, so I'll focus on Gar, Gar Crappy and uh, Gabby Newsom. They blame us, Americans, for this situation and not blaming China. You love analogies. This is like the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor, and they blame us for having a Navy. Right. Or, or That's it, how yeah, I feel. You made us do it. It's, it's like There's the, one word of anger from Gar Crappy and Gabby Newsom okay. that China all right, did all right, this All right, all right, all right. It's like uh, blaming the rape victim, saying, oh, yeah, well, you know. She you wore were, a miniskirt. You, you were uh, dressing, even if she wasn't dressing in an NSA, you know, it, you, shame on you for going into a dangerous area. What were you expecting? Ha. Huh. I was so, in church. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Uh, no, it's it's horrific. That stuff. They they don't they don't want to bother about that because that might be perceived as racist. Uh, right. And they're getting uh, oh, off on. on a I want to move on to another. I want to move on another related topic, which is because we've got two more things to talk about. One is uh, there are, there are massive protests now uh, forming. We we predicted this a long time ago. Uh, I had been calling. I said as soon there's going there will be protests. I want to be part of the protest. There is one happening today. I am planning to go. It is May 1st. It's going to be downtown Los Angeles. Wish me well. There are many other protests throughout California. I think four or five others in the Southern California area. Uh, and I'm, I'm planning. I, I don't protest. I'm not a protester. I, yeah, you're I, usually I, at work. I'm usually at work. Exactly <laughs> right. But guess what? The funny thing is that, you know, the, the old joke is, that uh, you know, liberals are always out there protesting because they're not working, right? We 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 don't have that luxury to protest. Well, now we're not working either. Okay, we're we're all now we have the luxury of protesting, and we are going out there and we're saying, get the fuck off of our backs and who the fuck are you to tell us when and how to work? Okay, and and all these Byzantine rules that you're imposing upon, like only three people in this golf cart, and uh, you know you can only go out, so, you know, with 
with a family member, which sounds like Sharia law, by the way. But that's another story. Right. You have to cover your face, which also sounds like Sharia law, by the way. <laughs> All right. So, so these laws are getting more onerous, more burdensome, more weird, more nonsensical. Yeah, more capricious, more yeah. useless. Yeah. So look, in law school, it's funny. I, I, I came to a conclusion, and it was really a nice guiding principle for me. And, and it may sound obvious when I say it. Okay, but I've no, I noticed a pattern in our legal system, at least, which derives from the English common law system, which is this, that people will observe the law so long as the law is reasonable. Okay? They, they will observe it. If, they, if it makes sense from a collective whole point of view, they will observe it. So example, uh, you have the speed limit. It's traffic laws are always a good examples because you know we're all we're all engaged in traffic, right? So if the if the law is that you can only go forty five miles an hour on the freeway, I guarantee you everyone will break that law, right? If they break it even at fifty five, it's too slow. So they go up to sixty five, and then there's an understanding among the cops and everything. Yeah, you don't stop anybody if, if so long as they go under sixty five. Okay, and even that, 70 sometimes is okay. And, and, and I like that. The law will be observed so long as it's reasonable. We're getting to the point in dealing with this quarantining where the laws are so wacky and so unenforceable and so unreasonable that people are saying, fuck you. Okay, that's what they're saying. There's, there are mountain biking trails. I love mountain biking, as you know. And they're closing off their trails. I'm going riding. Okay, it, it's not reasonable to me. It, it, in fact, that may be the safest place for me to be. Okay, and now obviously, if there's thousands of people and we're all congregating within one, you know, foot of each other, then I don't want to be there anyway. But these places are barren. They they don't they don't have anybody, and they didn't have any anyone before the closure. Right. They did the same to both of us in different ways. For you, they took away your bike trails. Yeah. For me, they took away my beach and golf courses, yeah. which were, for me, the safest place possible to be. Yeah. Not yeah. even anecdotally, realistically, the safest. Right. And for you, the bike trail is the safest place yes. to be. They well, took think, away the safest thing. And as a, as a community at large, we want Ari David to be on the golf course because that, that takes him away from the community. It's, it's a good thing for society. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, look, I I love the law because it's a rational thing. But when you start exercising these Byzantine capricious laws, uh, that's when people push back. And now we're getting a pushback. Yeah, it's so, kind of like a stoplight's another piece of traffic laws. Yes. The reason people obey them is because they only are a reasonable length. Right. When you stop at a stop sign, you reasonably can predict within 30 seconds yeah. to two minutes, it'll turn green. Right. But if they suddenly... It's 45 minutes. People are going to stop not obeying Oh, yeah. There's, there's a light uh, near UCLA where I, I, I know it very well, and it's, it's, it just seems to go on forever. And eventually, you know, and there's, there's two lanes, so it's not just one. And we look at each other, and I says, I'm going. <laughs> and the other one says, yeah, I'm going too. So yeah. I start nudging up, and I, of course, look to make sure there's nobody else coming on the other direction. And, and, and I go. And if I get stopped, I'm going to say, look, I think the light was broken. It's not, it wasn't reasonable to expect me to stay there. To yeah, listen for to, 20 minutes. Yeah, for two full songs, just to give you an example. Yeah. It should be like maybe a quarter of a song. Okay, you get the idea. So what happened recently, uh, Governor Newsom of California, as you say, Gabby Grusom. Gabby Loathsome. 
Okay. All right. There's, I have a bunch of names. It's always, for it's always changing. <laughs> but it's always That's the good. feminine Gabby <laughs> instead of Gavin. Anyway, so he, he comes up. He doesn't like the fact that people are talking about you know, opening up the beaches and opening up the public parks and, and, of course, trying to open up more of the businesses. So he tells them, no, I, you know, we are going to lock down until May 15, until maybe even longer. And there may not be a school even throughout the entire rest of this year, meaning that schools will only up, open up the winter semester of uh, 2021. <clears throat> and people are like saying, no, no hell, no way. Okay, I, we are just not buying this. And as a parent... Of three kids who are now going uh, learning through the Zoom uh, feature, it's uh, pretty maddening. It's it makes you crazy. Okay, it's not fun to have a cooped up family like this, and it ain't going to happen. It is just not going to fucking happen that I'm going to have my kids and myself hold up in my house for the next year and a half. No, no, for an in- indefinite period of time. Yeah, they won't even tell you. They, they that's one you. of the damaging things to the economy that no one's mentioning. Is they never give you any predictability. They don't say, these are the things we're doing, but by this date certain, right. we're going to relinquish I, because I, we've I, tried I, what we tried. I agree. I 100% agree. The most damaging thing to an economy is uncertainty. If you understand that, then you understand 50% of economics. Okay? 50%. And, and by the way, that's the reason why the depression lasted as long as it did is because of uncertainty created by the FDR administration because they kept on changing the rules on everyone all the time. So it was maddening for, for the, the country. And the investors simply said, fuck this. I'm not going to invest my money when all I – as far as I know, the administration will simply say, well, thank you very much for your money. We're taking it. Yeah, that's okay. illegal now. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a nice investment when you made it, but the rules have changed, and we yeah. don't like that one. We, now. we don't like investments, and, yeah. and capitalism is bad, etc. So anyway, uh, Newsom, uh, you know, has a uh, pissing contest with Orange County right here in, in California. And in Orange County, if, if for those of you who are outside of California, it's a beautiful uh, county. It's more or less conservative, um, not wildly conservative, but it's a red area of California, and it's it tends to be wealthy. Um, Newport Beach and Laguna Beach, and these are nice areas. <clears throat> and they tend to have very sensible approaches to life. And they, 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 there was a lot of pressure building within there to say, look, we want to reopen businesses. And they started doing it. Gabby Newsom, gruesome, loosome, whatever. Loathsome. Loathsome. Uh, <laughs> decided to shut that crap down. And after uh, a hot weekend caused hot weekend, too yeah. many people to go to the beach, in his opinion, right. and his opinion, and he yeah. saw these pictures. And uh, by the way, they, they were, disturbed him, as he said, they, they 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 were socially distancing. OK, and they were t- they couldn't even sit down. No, you're allowed to be at the beach, <clears throat> but you're supposed to walk along. Yeah, if you keep moving to keep moving. Yes. Yeah, because that's the virus. You know, you can always the virus <laughs> can't follow you if you're moving. Right. right? You know, that's <laughs> that's wisdom right there. <laughs> The brilliance of our governor. So anyway, so he, he doubles down. He says, no more beaches because it disturbed him, like you said. And uh, all of a, and you know what the sheriff said? Fuck you, he said. We are not enforcing your closure of the beach. We're just not going to do it. And so now you're seeing this pissing contest. And Newsom, who had previously thought that he was God. With still these, does. Uh, still does, of course. Yeah. Now is, is, is going to be like Pharaoh. He's he's becoming our new pharaoh. How about that? Yeah, um, and and uh, and we're saying 
let my people go. That's what, let, let my people go to work, as it were. Yeah, let my people take a reasonable risk based on how they see fit. Yes. That's what we're saying. Yes. Like every other goddamn fucking day of our lives. Right. Let my people go. I take I take reasonable risks to get on the freeway, to step into the street, to cross the street, okay, to okay. take a shit, you know? <laughs> Why not this? Anyway. I could fall into a toilet. Okay. This has been... <laughs> An Ari David loss of precious time on this podcast. You're like, Jake, you started this. What's the problem? All right. We love Jake. Jake, we love you. Anyway, Jake knows. Jake knows who he is. Um, the point is that there's going to be this pissing contest between Newsom and the Orange County Sheriff and anyone else. Uh, and, and more people will start resisting. Well, if the Orange County Sheriff is going to refuse to uh, comply with his orders and closures... Well, then maybe we should, too. And more protests are building, not just in California, but in Michigan, of course, as we're seeing with, what's her name, Whitson? What's Whits, uh, Adolph Whitmer. Whitmer, right, okay. So what's her first Durfier. name? What's her actual first name? Gretchen, Gretchen. another Germanic name, <laughs> right? But I call her Adolph Whitmer. Okay. It's a great name. Uh, God. You know, you, you got, Ari is a package. You, you he he delivers some really great insights, but it just comes in such a bad package sometimes. It's it's I don't know. It's like a really delicious, you know, I don't know, stir fry, whatever your favorite meal is. But he delivers it in this crappy box that, that is just it's like oh god, there's splinters everywhere and stuff. You My wife that. actually said the opposite. She said you're a very good looking guy. The packaging is great. It's what's inside is so awful. Wow, I would say exactly the opposite. <laughs> I, you know, it's a good thing. That, well, Feeney does have some eyesight issues, so that's good. <sighs> All right, where are we on this thing? We're talking about Gabby Grusin, the gracious enforcement of these laws and how yes, people are saying, fuck that. So, so and then what's that? Um, Whitson, what a, Whitmer. Whitmer. Hitler. I'll never get it right, and I don't care. Gretchen Hitler, yes. Gretchen Whitmer. Is uh, she's even more capricious and more doubling down and more adamant and more righteous about herself, and people, you know, went into the state house uh, recently, I think a couple of days ago, uh, to protest, and they found out that a couple of the people came in with guns, that they, but they were licensed to have these guns. No, it's it's an open carry state, or supposedly, Whatever. so you're allowed to do that. So, so that's the point. They didn't brandish these guns. They didn't say. I've got a gun and you better do what I want uh, or, or anything else like that. But don't worry. The BBC and many other liberal news outlets said people came with guns to protest these things. Okay. Technically, it was true. Two out of the thousands of people that actually showed up uh, had guns, but not it didn't in any way even hold them. So, But that's, that was the narrative that they wanted to play, right? Poor Whitmer. She's being threatened. Uh, no. There's a reason why people are protesting, and they can't stand this capricious, arbitrary, uh, you know, um, enacting of laws. That's what's happening here. And it's, and what I love about this process, at the very least, and I always see the silver lining, um, is that it shows us how you can't push Americans around. We'll only take so much crap, and here we are. Right, we'll do stuff for you if you ask and ask nicely, and we'll do it temporarily, voluntarily. And if but it once makes it sense, become, and if, if it, it makes sense. sense, but once it exceeds sense, time, and you start forcing us, 
That's when we go, uh, 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 no right. more. All right. So we're, we're done with this. We're so no this, more this Mr. Is, this nice is going to be great because, uh, and this is the last point I want to make on this issue, then I want to go to Joe Biden. Um, the last point I want to make here is that uh, Gabby Gruesome, as you say, he, you know, wanted to keep on pushing the date uh, by which uh, California could reopen. Kept, you know, he would make it to May, right now it's May 15. Um, I mean, the the deadline is May 15. It's now May 1. But um, and then, you know, no doubt May 15 will roll around. And and in his mind's eye, oh, I'll just make it June 1 and then June 15 and so forth. And we got to see, you know, we still haven't uh, stopped this virus. And that's that's his whole approach. That's his game plan. I know it. You know it. But but he never counted on all these protests. And now he may be forced. His hand may be forced to finally push and say, okay, you're, you're out of here. Just enough. We're done. And then he'll declare victory. Fine. I don't care. But uh, May 15, that's uh, sorry, two weeks from now. That's even one day causes uh, a shutdown of one day for the world causes an enormous uh, damage to the world. And here we are talking about months. Right. When, when this was started on, uh, I know the date, March 13th, and then the original order by Garcetti was issued, I think, on the 15th or something. It was a two weeks to flatten the curve. And we promise this will be voluntary. We're asking you. There'll be no enforcement. I remember his words exactly because I was paying very close attention to his specific words. And it was essentially a promise. Please just do this for two weeks. We've taken us to, say, March 30th. Right. But then... One slip after another. And now we're at May 15th. And Hitler, Whitmer, and Gavin Grusom, Whitmer actually, this is interesting, yesterday, said that because of the protests, she's changed it to the 28th. Oh, just because, to Yeah, it's treating us like children. Because you've been bad, now you have to be spanked. That's right. And now Gabby Grusom said weeks, not months. But that could change based on your behavior. It's up to you. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can just see the um, the cabinet meeting with uh, Newsom and his people, uh, sir. You know, you know, Governor, we we uh, we have this issue here. People are really protesting, and they're really they're defying your orders. Uh, what do you want to do? Well, we, well, what do you think, uh, Bob? Well, and Bob says, well, Your Honor, you can't you can't appear to be given in. You can't you, be you seen can't as weak. As weak. They're we, already calling you Gabby. You, you need to show some muscle here, sir. And if you don't show some muscle, it, it you know it's just another push. It'll be another example of, or they think they can abuse you. And then the next thing you know, you're going to be there's going to be a, a vote to recall you, and it'll be very bad for the whole Democratic Party, not just you. Uh, we got to do something about this. Okay, that's that's what's going to happen, um, and and you'll see this. But at some point, he will not have the ability to fight back. This is great, I, I, and it's going to happen. This month, if not within the next two weeks. Right. And the police who are charged with this on the ground, a cop goes to work with one desire, to get home. That's right. it. Right. And cops are not going to want to get between their ability to get home at night and a horde of really angry You're so citizens. Right. You're so right. Because it's cops it. do not want to be in that position. And they don't – look, and a lot of cops are very conservative in nature. They like the Constitution. They – they swore to uphold the Constitution. They, you know, who would want to be a cop today? You know, it, it, you know either, either somebody who's power-hungry, which, in which case they'd be vetted out, right? Or people that really believe in the Constitution and want to, uh, you know, they love the Constitution. They take their, their duties very seriously. Why would you want, and, and why would you want to be a cop today 
it, given the, circum- the, the environment that's so hostile to cops, especially from, uh, you know, with all the racist charges and such. Okay, so it's going to change. And good things are going to happen this month. I think it's going to be reopened. California will be reopened this month. And, and what a crazy thing to have to predict that your economy will be reopened. I, I mean, can you imagine us saying that uh, back as, as, as recently as, I don't know, March? The economy reopened. I'm thinking even more atomical than that. Oh, your right to associate will be restored. Yes. Oh, thank your you. Right to, thank you, sir. Your right to worship will be restored. Can I... Can I Wait, my right to have a play date with my, my kids' friends, you know, uh, my, sorry, my friends' kids. Right. I mean, really, seriously, th- this is what I have to look forward to. Right, and, and I had lunch the other day with a friend of mine. Uh, you know, we got together. Hey, you know, I know that we're violating uh, the, the orders, but uh, you, you want to get together for lunch? Oh, okay, yeah, but don't tell anybody. Fuck this shit. I mean, this, this is crazy. It's crazy. And the, the fact that we are talking like this and, and my prediction that – uh, we'll reopen this month and, and hopefully within the next two weeks that somehow that is a, uh, a great, bold prediction of some sort. I mean, really, I mean, I, it, it's just obscene to me. Look how quickly we have descended into this quasi-totalitarian state, literally, in California. Right, a post-constitutional order. Yeah. Because the Constitution doesn't have any suspension clauses or asterisks in it, but somehow the first... Uh, and second, and second, and and sixth, and fifth, and fourth, and eighth amendments have all been disappeared. Yes, uh, I mean, it, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, we've all been subject to cruel and unusual punishment and punishment and sentence without a trial by our peers by a single guy in the state house. We've been sentenced to indefinite home arrest and imprisonment. Right, it's, it's clearly with no trial. It is unconstitutional. And they even arrested this one woman who, who organized a protest. She organized a protest. And that's who they, organize, they arrest? Okay, something's up with that. That's, first of all, that's prior restraint. Yeah, that's Chinese. That's prior restraint. Yeah. I understand that. First Amendment not only allows you to say what you want to say, with there are various exceptions. But you, one thing is 100% guaranteed to be struck down by a court is when you do what's called prior restraint. Arrest Meaning, someone for a crime they may do, right? Is that what uh, that means? No, or a future no, no. crime? Prior restraint is a uh, where you try to prevent somebody from speaking before they say it. So you, Ari, are not allowed to speak about uh, Joe Biden, okay? Uh, we just, you know, no. hands. You can speak about other things, but you cannot speak about Joe Biden. And you can't speak about him being uh, his sexuality, for example. Okay, because they're worried that you'll say something like he grabbed a woman by the pussy, as it were. So uh, we'll get to that. You, you, you're <laughs> foreshadowing very nicely. I thought I'd help. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so you, you're not allowed to speak about his sexuality. Well, that's prior restraint. You're saying ahead of time you can't do this. Now it's one thing if you you say something about Joe Biden, or he's not a good example because that's a public figure, but a regular Joe. Uh, you know, uh, whatever, a mutual friend of ours, we'll call him Bob, and you say something about Bob, and it's pretty nasty, and it's not truthful, or maybe it is truthful, but he claims it's not. He can sue you for defamation once you have said it. Okay, but here, we're seeing prior restraint all over the place, arresting this woman for planning a protest. That's, I mean, it's, it's, it violates the Constitution 
in many ways. One is you have the right to assembly, which they violated by doing that. They, and, then they, and, and then that she, she was going to protest the laws, which is the essence of our Constitution, the essence of the First Amendment. And so they, it's a prior restraint in every respect. One other point to it is she wasn't even going to protest laws. She was protesting enforcement of non-laws, decrees right. that weren't passed as laws either. A policeman um, happened to be walking my neighborhood, and we ch- struck up a conversation. And he told me he was a cop you know, during the conversation. And I asked him, well, what about these beach closers? He says, they're unenforceable. They weren't passed by the legislature. They were decreed in an emergency order that is flimsy at best. Right, they right. are unenforceable. And any cop who enforces that or writes you a ticket, get their badge number and sue the hell out of them. Right, right, right. They can't, they're not allowed to enforce that. And even if Gar Crappy put up a sign saying beach is closed. There's no law that says the beach is closed. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to Joe Biden since we did say we'd talk about him. He grabbed a woman by the pussy. There you go. Thank you very much for listening to the, the, the Brock Lurie Show. I appreciate that. The R.A. David Show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's actually a different show. But... All right. <laughs> that is a different show. So uh, it is very interesting that here he is. This woman is named Tara Reid. Okay. Now, it happened uh, that, that she claimed that while she was, I, I believe, a staffer for him. Yeah, 1992-93, yeah, that time frame. That he... Touched her inappropriately uh, on, a, on a couple of occasions, but there's one in particular where, uh, what's his name, uh, Joe Biden, literally, I'm going to be graphic here, folks, so if you want to turn that down, this down for your kids or whatever. So give <laughs> You're your, at war. He means fucking graphic. Sorry. <laughs> after saying the word fuck, I'll... I'll right. Yeah, I'm exactly. Fuck but this is, this is even but worse. Turn, but keep the kids <laughs> away from it now. <laughs> the kids aren't listening, bro. The they're, horse all, has, they're all shut away somewhere. The, the horse has left the barn. <laughs> right. Okay. But this is more graphic, uh, regardless, okay? So, by the way, I, I, I let my kids listen to... Uh, I don't care if they hear swearing on a TV show. That That is... Not, I mean, I prefer that it not be that way, but nevertheless, if they say fucking shit um, in a uh, TV show, like a lethal weapon and such like that, I don't care. I'm actually more concerned about nudity and sexual innuendo than I am about swearing or violence. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with violence and things exploding are cool anyway. So that's another story. So here we are. Here's the graphic. The graphic is that Joe Biden literally grabbed this woman by the by the P-U-S-S-Y, as it were. <laughs> and, and not only that, but it was under her pants and uh, literally f- fingered her, penetrated her. With his big, with his, grubby, dirty finger. <laughs> and according to Tara Reid, and again, this is just according to her, uh, you know, he, she, of course, was upset about this. And, and he says, and he said, come on, man, I thought you liked me, I, you know. Uh, and that, and of course, this is what you have to know. You have to figure it out that, that you, I mean, why not just make a pass at her like you want to give her a kiss? It's like that. Lean over to, to kiss. And then you find out whether or not she likes you. But this is the way you do it. You, you put your hand under her crotch and you, you, you put your finger in her vagina. Uh, that's the way you, you find out whether or not a woman likes you? Yeah, you just jab it in without even buying her a drink. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with that? What the you? hell is uh, – kids these days. You know, what, yeah. what can I say? Anyway, and, and that's the concern I have. I mean, look, these – what Joe Biden did – or didn't do, okay, it's an issue at the very least, okay? But this is the man who headed up the Anita Hill Commission, right, and was supporting her and making sure that uh, all women are to be believed. 
And uh, that's the mantra, okay? And he says that time and time again. He said it also with regard to the military recently. Women who are uh, filing grievances about uh, sexual harassment, they deserve to be believed and so on. So obviously the standard is different if uh, the, uh, the person that they're accusing is a Democrat like him, okay? That, so it's do as I say, not as I do, all those things. It's, it's pretty absurd, the whole thing. Now, what I find really fascinating about all this is how my Democrat friends, you know, I go on Facebook for a variety of reasons. It's, but it's generally speaking not to just, you know, keep touch with my friends, which is part of it, yes. Uh, if they're going on vacation somewhere, I'm happy to see them happy. Great. But I also like the debate. I, I love hearing how people are debating what their arguments are on this or that issue. So naturally, we speak a lot about the coronavirus situation. That's a big topic du jour. But this, this one with Joe Biden is fascinating. I have a very um, good liberal friend. He's, he's very strong on the liberal side of the camp. And he sends out a post saying, and attaching a link to an article, saying that uh, he feels much better now about the uh, Joe Biden uh, situation with Tara Reid because after reading this article, he feels like the, that this woman may not be uh, credible, um, you know, after all. So... <laughs> and then his liberal friends in turn are saying, I agree with you. I also feel more comfortable. Uh, you know, it's so, so long ago. And why didn't she say anything in the meantime? Uh, and so on and so on. And, and not one moment did they say anything about Kavanaugh. Or believing all women. Believing all women, generally speaking. She has or, a right to be heard. Or, or, <clears throat> or the Anita Hill thing. Or any of those things. I mean, it's really f- fascinating how... They, they will tear apart this woman, Tara Reid, who does have credible contemporaneous confirmation of her reporting uh, her sexual, uh, the, the sexual um, uh, misdoings of Joe Biden. Uh, but as, as opposed to Christine Ford, that was her name? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. Uh, uh, I can't tell you for sure. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> And, no. and, then, and then this other woman who claimed that she was going to these rape gang parties. Like, why would you go even, even more than one time? If, if you claim that there were there was these rape gangs, you, you, keep, you keep on going to these things? Well, really? the, the, You don't the, report it to the police? So, really? Okay, so, but anyway, that, I don't want to get into the Kavanaugh things. Other than to mention that they didn't mention anything about Kavanaugh. Like, and Kavanaugh, of course, was, what, 35 years earlier, while he was in high school, had nothing to do with him being in a power play situation like Joe Biden was. And Joe Biden was, of course, Senate at the, senator at the time. He had the, and he fired this woman. Nothing, there was nothing remotely similar between Kavanaugh uh, and Christine Ford and this. And yet somehow they believed Christine Ford. Right. The, the parallels are so amazing. That's why, I very quickly, wanted you to mention Anita Hill. Biden chairs the Anita Hill committee. Anita Hill is must be believed. Then Paula Jones, Jennifer Flowers, all the other Clinton women. Oh, they're just trailer trash. Yeah, Fast yeah. forward to today. Blazy Ford shows up. She must be believed. Then this one goes, oh, she's just a slut who wants money. Yeah, exactly. I, I, man, it's Biden. Biden is at exactly. the front end of this train, and Biden's at the back end of the train. The only rape train is the one conducted and run by Biden all these years. Oh, you know, this awful. metaphorical rape train of, well, there, of there all other, common sense. There are other women who are coming out now. Let's see. I mean, look, I don't, I don't dismiss the possibility that some women are, are pursuing this, you know, uh, opportunistically. I get that. 
Okay, and that's wrong and such like. But more to the point of why not all women should be automatically believed. It's 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 a nonsensical statement. Uh, it is it, we we know time and time again that many women have falsely accused men of sexual harassment or even rape. Uh, Tawana Brawley, the Duke, Duke Cross yeah. case, right? I mean, there, there's plenty of those cases, and those are the famous cases, yeah. by the way. I mean, you can ruin a man's life uh, by accusing him of inappropriate touching, let alone rape. So it's it's uh, it, and this notion that you just believe the victim regardless. I mean, it's it's turning the entire judicial system on its head. Yeah, that was stupid. But also not believing a credible one is also stupid. There's one other factor, though, that makes this one so interesting. And this is different from Clinton and different from all the others. Yeah. And Clinton and Ted Kennedy were bad, but this is the difference. There was, to my knowledge... Other than Kennedy, who actually murdered a woman with uh, you know the little pond on Chappaquiddick, um, Biden, unlike Clinton, has a history of being seen on videotapes doing this stuff, going back years. The sniffing, the touching, the fondling, the you know what I mean. Bill Clinton was accused by all these people, and there was all those rumors. And until the dress came and we as it. evidence, we then we finally saw okay, there's evidence. But even after the blue dress and rumors of Epstein Island and whatever, there's no videotape of Clinton actually doing stuff. With Biden, there's, there's videos. Plenty. There's plenty. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> Look, I mean, this is in, in some sense this Joe Biden story. Dealing with it, it's a little too easy. I mean, it's just so blazing, blazingly obvious. <clears throat> this double standard. I mean, they, they don't even give us they don't they don't even give us room to say, well, let me prove to you why. And do you know this came out and such and like that? And this is the report that came out. And now it is found out. No, all the evidence is right there. The, the, the shocking hypocrisy, the double standard at play, is is out there for all to see. And. Double standards. What, what's that expression they say? Um, if it weren't for double standards, the Democrats wouldn't have any standards at all. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I, and it's true. It's true. Here we are. Anyway, I'll leave it with that. Um, thank you so much for listening today. This is Brock Larry signing off saying God bless, and we'll talk with you next week.